0: Hey, welcome to the Northridge Kids Parent Podcast for November, 2022. We're here uh, with the normal crew as always. It's Daniel and Kristen. Hello. And Maddie. Hello. We're grateful that Maddie's here. You know, she's coming <laughs> off uh, a little... I think she thinks, what, food poisoning? I episode? think so, but okay. I'm recovering. Or she's so. recovering, all so that's that matters. It wasn't COVID, you know, that's all that matters in today's <laughs> world. Yeah. You can be sick with literally anything else as long as it's not COVID, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what's coming up this month in November, Kristen?
1: Well, just in case people aren't aware, our first Sunday in November is what we call fallback Sunday, so you get an extra hour of you sleep. gain an hour. hour. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you get an extra hour of sleep, so. Will this be the last fallback
0: Change will this be the last one? That's Ever? the rumor. That's the I, rim- don't okay. I don't know. There, I don't know. I'm there not rumors. the one to make those decisions. <laughs> so I, oh, I, I don't really know. Doesn't have to <laughs> I thought it was.
1: Um so yeah, so just something to be aware of that first Sunday. You know, if you come early, we're okay with that. But yeah at the ro- at the Rochester, at
0: the Rochester clothes. campus, there's only a 15 minute gap, anyways. Yeah. So if you if you're early, it's okay. Chances are you're gonna make it for a service <laughs> anyways. Um yep. and so Webster, you may be a little trickier if you're a whole hour early yeah so (laughs) so in that regard that's great. What else is in November?
1: Well, then the next Sunday on November thirteenth is our one of our favorite events. It's our parent and child dedication. So we've already
0: we had one this year, though.
1: Yes. In March. This is the first time we're doing two in a year now.
0: Wow, that's exciting. Two yeah. in a year. And and so just so you know, if you missed that opportunity, uh, we already have the next one on the dates projected in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 named the date seventh uh, no. May seventh twenty twenty three. Sounds like a long ways away, but we've already had. Um, a handful of families that missed that deadline. Uh, We just value that event so much that we want to make it as special as possible for families. Uh, And so we kind of shifted to a harder um, cut off of like, okay, you missed the registration, but we went ahead and open the next one, pick the next day, open the registration. So you can go ahead and register now yeah. at northridgekidsorg slash PCD. Uh, it's right there on the landing page. If you want to go ahead and do that homework, um, and register, you can, you can go ahead and register now for uh parent child dedication spring 2023. You can do it. So, yeah. uh, that's super exciting. Anything else coming up Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is coming is, up, yes. right? And so, and we're, we're excited in a uh, um, large group, adults, if you want to say that. It's a series called Getting to Know Your Bible. So it's kind of all centered around um, understanding how we can learn from God's word, what God's word is. And so, this is a good even thinking of it through the lens as a parent of like, how do you teach your kids about God's word? Um, so maybe listen to the sermons with that eye towards that, especially if you have maybe. Middle to older elementary kids, and they're, you know, you're, you're asking those questions we've answered on the podcast before and those discipleship moments like, when's a good time to start reading the Bible with my kids, or when's a, when's a good time to give them their first Bible? Just think about that with this next series coming up. That could be a good just parenting moment of discipling your kids um, in that regard as well. Yeah. But l- let's move on to the next uh, segment, if you will. Maddie, what are our kids going to be learning this month in preschool?
2: Yeah, so Preschool This Month, um, the title of their series is The King and the Kingdom, and they'll be focusing on the Beatitudes um, with the focused question of how do I learn to live God's way? Mm. And then the memory verse for that month is John thirteen thirteen.
0: Nice. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, what was the name of the series again?
2: The King and the Kingdom. The King
0: and the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I feel like I hear, I see crafts with crowns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Floating everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. What, what about elementary students?
2: Yeah. So elementary students is kings in times of trouble. So we got that oh. king theme going kings. on there um, with their memory verse being Psalm forty-six, one, And then some of the bright ideas that they're going through in stories are God's promise to David, um, and how God wants what's best to us, best for us, um, building the temple. God wants a relationship with us. Joash, how God promises never fail and Daniel and that God gives us strength in the hard times. And for elementary, this would be a good time of just seeing how, the buildup for the coming cane of like how these mm-hmm. earthly kings were failing, but then pivot to Christmas, um, and the coming cane and the perfect king of Jesus coming. So
0: nice. That's awesome. It's yeah. good. Good ties. It, it doesn't feel like it ties together. Cause you're like looking at the kings <laughs> in the old testament but then preschool is looking at mm-hmm. the king of, yeah. of jesus and his kingdom but there's these clean you know of ties if you're if you're thinking of it in the lens of a parent who maybe has a preschooler and mm-hmm. an elementary student and that you know of how do you have these co- discipleship conversations just just think around that lens of like the elementary students are asking the question we need a better king the Preschool students are. We have the Better King has yeah. arrived mm-hmm. in that regard, and so uh, if you're looking as a parent of like, how do we have, you know, kind of helpful conversations around you know the breakfast and dinner table uh, with our with your kids that that could be helpful lens to to think through mm-hmm. in that regard. All right, it's time for our discipleship moment of the month, and we're thinking about with the month of November, Thanksgiving, thankfulness. <laughs> uh, how do we raise grateful? kids how do we how do we do that we I don't think any parent aspires to say you know what I just hope my kid is ungrateful entitled (laughs) and just feels like the world and everyone else owes them something I don't feel like any parent like aspires to do that but so many kids grow up Mm -hmm. especially in America in the 21st century is they grow up ungrateful in like yeah. all those things that I just listed. So h- how do we think about this as adults who are raising small humans of like, how do we raise grateful kids?
1: Well, I don't think any of us have like the answers, you know, <laughs> I don't, I certainly don't want to claim to be an expert on raising grateful kids cause it's still a work in progress at our home. <laughs> um, I do think that regardless of whatever we're trying to teach our kids, we have to start with ourselves. We have to be practicing these things. We need to be grateful in order to raise grateful kids. Mm -hmm. They need to see that in, in us, You know, I think a lot of times um, I can at least speak to moms that, you know, it's easy for moms to complain about stuff in front of their kids, whether Mm. you're complaining about your body and, and the, you know, maybe the baby weight that you've put on, that's, that's an example for your kids. They're watching you. They're listening to you. If it's your social media intake and what you're seeing on social media Mm. and you're feeling you know discontent at seeing other people's lives, you know, through that um Instagram world or whatever. I think our kids see that. They yeah. pick up on those things. And so I think we really need to first start by modeling it for our mm. kids that we have to be not complaining, which is so easy to do. <laughs> um, you know, practice thanking people for things, thanking God for things in front yeah. of your kids so that they can hear your gratefulness.
0: Yeah, I just it's that old parenting proverb more is caught than taught. Yeah. You know, it's it's that and that's so true of like if you want your kid to be this way or respond this way, then you need to be modeling that in front of them because they're picking up on, you know, or that older proverb, you know, monkey see monkey too. Like it's this, that, you know, it's like, it's, it's a true thing. It's silly, but it's a, it's a very true thing. You know, as raising toddlers right now, you know, how we respond to thing or things or things we say is, is things they do things they say, like they are, you know, picking up on that and then doing that. And the older our kids get, that doesn't change. It may evolve into exactly how they do that, but we are all you know, products at some level of our environment in that regard. And so we have to wrestle down, like, how can we become more grateful? How can Mm -hmm. we become more, you know, to use a language from a sermon in our last series, more Mm -hmm. content uh, with what we have? If you want your kids to be generous, then the question is, do they see you being generous? I remember a professor I had in uh, college, he talked about like, allowing your kids it was a class all about like spiritual formation he mm-hmm. talked about raising kids and using this example he's like my goal as a dad was to allow my kids to catch me doing spiritual things like right mm-hmm. he's like you know that old uh ad additive of like you were caught with your hand in the cookie jar kind of thing of like getting a cookie before dinner he's like I wanted my kids to this is kind of old school but like catch me writing the tithe check Mm-hmm. catch me reading my Bible, mm-hmm. catch me praying, like, mm-hmm. because they, I wanted them to know that this was valuable, not for what, to the level at which dad said it, but dad actually did it. Um, and so the same just goes for what you say, Kristen, of like, if you want your kids to be this, then you need to be this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously God can do anything and, you know, you could be the most ungrateful parent and raise the most grateful kids or vice yeah. versa. But, um, in that regard, but we want to, we want to model. We don't want to yeah. say things. We want to actually be and do things in that regard.
1: Yeah. There's a quote that I like that's from uh, Brené Brown. It says, um, what separates privilege from entitlement is gratitude. Mm. I just thought that was a, a powerful quote to, to keep in mind. If we don't want our kids or ourselves to be entitled, you know, the, the key for not being that is to practice gratitude.
0: Yeah. And so we, I think it's a helpful practice in this mm-hmm. regard, but what are some ways we can practice it? What, what are some ways that as adults you can um, practice Gratitude. I know for me, I'll just I'll just kick us off here is I struggle um, not necessarily in saying or being thankful, but verbalizing it, you know, Mm -hmm. like if just like actually saying it. I, I think I don't feel. Um, like I am like entitled or uh, maybe, but I, I don't feel that way at least. And so a practice that I've, I've done, I've never, I've not been successful to hundred percent, but I just have a small reminder on the first of every month to write three thank you notes. Hmm. Um, and, and just uh, of just like, of making myself of, uh, of, I have this unrealistic probably expectation on myself of just like work hard. You don't need to be thanked. You're doing it. You you're, you're doing it for the Lord. You're doing it. You're doing it for your own, like you know, mm-hmm. like identity of I'm working hard and doing my best because I know that's what I'm called to do, not just beca- not so somebody else will give me a paycheck or say mm-hmm. thank you for me. Like, I'm just doing it for for me. But in light of that, like, not everybody has that same mindset, nor should that be the case for everyone. Like, if somebody's doing something, they need to be thanked, you know? Like, they need to get a, a $5 Starbucks gift card or whatever the case may be and, and just a genuine, like, hey, I noticed – that you did this, you did a great job. Thank mm-hmm. you for doing that. Like in that regard, and so that's just a simple practice that it, it pings on the first of every month at 8 a.m. You know, November 1st, December 1st, etc. It's like, okay, who am I gonna who am I gonna think? Like, who, who is it that over the past month that I've um, overlooked or not said thank you or not verbalized that? Like, um, and that's just a simple practice that I try to do on a on a monthly basis. That's not a daily basis, but a monthly mm-hmm. basis in my life. What about you guys? Do you have any practices that come to mind or are you just like just naturally just (laughs) overflowing with gratefulness?
2: Yeah, I think similarly there's the idea of verbalizing gratitude, obviously towards people, but also just generally. Um, Mm -hmm. I try to like every day write a list of like 10 things I'm grateful for, but I noticed that often just like stayed in my journal or stayed Mm -hmm. in my prayer. So something my community group girls and I have done is like the start of our community group. We just each share like two Mm -hmm. things we're grateful for. Mm -hmm. And one thing, um, about God specifically because mm-hmm. um, I was just reading like Philippians and I think Paul just gives such a good example I mean his first prayer is like think thanksgiving in prayer <laughs> yeah and just like I thank God and then he then goes into like what he's thankful for for the Philippians um, and just trying to like reflect that habit of thanksfulness verse to God but then like sharing that in community yeah. has been really sweet. Mm-hmm. To also like change our perspective of mm-hmm. like, oh, that is something to be grateful for that we might not have seen. Because a lot of times it's been like a sorrowful thing that somebody shared is actually they're grateful for. So it's wow. just been cool to like change perspective mm-hmm. of what yeah. gratitude is.
0: It's almost like that. I was listening to a Craig Rochelle sermon on marriage. And it was just the simple, simple thing it was like, if you think it and mm-hmm. it's good you should say it (laughs) like, and so it's like, if you think something like he was using the example of like, if you think something good about your spouse Mm -hmm. of like something they did, something they said, or just whatever, you should just say that thing. Just say it. (laughs) It's like, thank you for this or whatever the case would be. And so that's just a good illustration towards gratitude. It's like, if you're thankful for something, you should tell somebody, you know, Mm -hmm. you should tell somebody It, it may not be. Um, I think you know, simultaneously, it could be just a close friend and you're just verbalizing your thankfulness for someone else. It may not actually be them, but you need to, you need to get that out and make that a normal rhythm in your life Mm -hmm. of expressing gratefulness. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I like the book, um, a thousand gifts by Ann Voskamp. She wrote, you know, she kind of worked through the book of creating this list of like a thousand things that she was Mm -hmm. grateful for. And some of them, um, I I think sometimes we think it's gotta be something really huge, Yeah. but I mean, she was just, I mean, she's very poetic. I'm not nearly as poetic (laughs) as her. Um, but just even the simple things that she began to train herself, you know, to look for just simple things that, you know, are blessings from God that we often overlook. Um, I don't make that a habit as much as I Mm. should, but there have been periods in my life that, you know, you write down all those things that you're grateful for and just, Um, to make that shift in your mindset. I think you were kind of saying, Maddie, you know, just Mm -hmm. looking at something that either you overlook genuine, you know, or on a normal basis, you would overlook it or something that could have been perceived as a negative thing that you look for the positive Mm -hmm. that could come out of that. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's helpful in our habit because like the, the reality is, I think the true, the true genuineness of it is we can't um no matter how much we will it into being shape the hearts of our kids like mm-hmm. we as much as we wish we could yeah. but we can do these habits and these practices and po- uh, posture them in such a way where they see it it's modeled in front of them mm-hmm. and, we get, and we create opportunities in front of them um cuz some of these things are like simple, right? Like what are you grateful for? Like Mm -hmm. if after you do it, after you maybe model in front of them of like sharing how you're grateful for something they did or something that you happened in your day, or Mm -hmm. it may even be a bad thing. Like you said, Maddie, like after you say that thing, maybe it's asking that question, like, what are you grateful for? Mm -hmm. Um, Of, of just that simple um, practice of, of creating an opportunity Mm -hmm. in their life for them to express their gratitude. And that rhythm of, Mm -hmm um, of doing that is, is helpful in our life. And I think also, if you're thinking about contentment, um, what, you know, spurs on gratitude is being content with what the season of life that God has placed you in, Mm -hmm. uh, the material things that you have in your life and being content in Christ and being generous. Like all those things are tied, tethered so closely together, contentment, Mm -hmm. gratitude, and generosity are so tethered closely together that, All those things are working um, to shape our hearts, but also Mm -hmm. posture our kids where it can shape their hearts. You you mentioned one book, Kristen, A Thousand Gifts, and you have another one that I think you want to mention as well. What's the other resource?
1: So a book that I read a couple years ago that I just really enjoyed was um, Raising Grateful Kids in an Entitled World by Kristen Welch. Um, It was just a real easy read full of just very thought-provoking Um, principles for how to help your kids like they're growing up, like we said, (laughs) in an entitled world. And so how do we help our kids to be, you know, grateful and not to be Mm. a part of that cultural entitled community? That's so amazing. it's a really good one. I would That's good. recommend well, it.
0: Yeah, we'll have both of those in the show notes. And we just so appreciate you partnering with Northridge Kids, Northridge Church, to see more kids become better followers of Jesus. And we can't wait to hang out with you uh, the next time on the podcast and see you in the month of November. See ya.